Hello cousins, this is Layemi. Thank you for joining this podcast today. This is from the Scratch with Bajo, where we share lessons on life, faith, mindset, branding, and business. I hope this steers you up in the right direction. Good evening, everybody. Good evening, Thousand Chia. Good evening to my chairman. It's my only chairman in this life. Bajo. You can see people already saying it. Yeah, it's nice to have you, honestly. Nice to have you. Yeah, thanks, thanks, man. I really, I really appreciate so, it. I really appreciate it. For those that don't know Stanley, I mean, a lot of people already know him, but for those that don't know him, Stanley is the former chairman of um, Covenant University's Council. And Covenant University is one of the best schools, if not the best. Actually, so it's nice to have Stanley. We're talking about leadership, we're talking about um, student politics. Crisis, you know, management, managing teams, you know, anything that has to do with leadership. And you know, Stanley already has so much experience. Now, now there is a product specialist at um, Softcom. And so we will start. Okay, so Stanley, before we start, let's know your journey, like how you started up, you know, what are the steps you took, your life generally. Are you hearing? Stanley, did you get my question? No, no, I didn't get a question. Can you come again, please? Okay. I said, let's know your journey, like how you started off. You know, okay. like, you. your life generally actually beyond you. Okay, okay, okay. So, um, basically, yeah, funny stuff. Um, I was supposed to be at OE, actually, before coming to see you, right? I I went to OAU. My parents wanted me to go to um, OAU, so I got to OAU and I stayed for only four days, man. <laughs> I stayed for only four days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I stayed for only four days and I just realized, that oh, this place this place is for me. To be honest, right? Based on based on how I am and stuff like that. So I didn't even tell my parents I was going home. They just go back from work and met me at home. I had paid my fees, bro. I, I'm telling you, guys. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. I, I like. I, I don't know how it happened. When they, when they came home, I. Exp- you explained to them, right? Secondary school in 2014, so that was like 2014. So my other brother at that time was already in CU. So I told them that it's fine. I would wait for a year and then go to CU. So I waited for a year at home. I was taking jam lessons and all. So I took jam twice actually. So by 2015 September, that was when we now resumed in CU, right? Yeah. Yeah. So 2015 was when I got to see you, and to be honest. When I got to see you, knowing knowing fully well what I was going in for, the rules and everything, all the all the stuff we had when we were outside before going to see you, that all the rules and everything, everything, I told myself that Omo, if I can obey my mom's rules at home, there's no rule I cannot obey. To be honest, so that was 
Are you there? Yeah, I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. All right. So, so basically, that was like my driving point for my stay in CU. If I can obey my parents' rules, there's no rule I cannot obey. Yeah, so that was like, yeah, yeah. That was my That's that was my driving point from grade level. So I basically see you, see you. I knew what CU held. I knew what I wanted from CU. So and I was really, really ready to get what I wanted from CU. And to be honest, I'm I'm more than proud and more than excited for myself that I got what I wanted from CU. So from the beginning, Stanley, are you there? That was in my plan. Johnny, Johnny into just impact people in school but i did not know how so after working on college week committee with my friend she she was the college week chairman for 2014 cbss right so i worked with him yeah. so that was yeah. how that was how the management spotted me and called me for an interview interviewed me actually i was i was slated for student activities officer for student council right then after the, the interview, my name moved up into the chairman position, into the position of the chairman. So that was how I got to that point. And to be honest, it was it was a good journey, to be honest. It was a good journey because I learned a lot. I learned a lot. Till now, I'm still learning so many things, so many things from it. So basically, in a nutshell, that's just the journey. Yeah. So are you saying like you didn't it wasn't like a plan, it wasn't like a goal from the beginning to even be chairman. It was now, something that happened along yeah, the way. Yeah, it happened along the way and because because I had taken time to understand the system, right? It seemed like I was prepared. But trust me, there were more experienced people on the council before myself. So the only thing I needed to do was just humble yourself and learn from people that have been there, right? Because I was I was basically clueless. I mean, I haven't done this council thing before, and I had to I had to, I had to learn. At, at that time, the, the person there for the vice chairman was Victor Momodu, and I I remember vividly. I had to I had to meet him in his room like the week before we were announced. I met him in his room and I told him straight up that Omo Victor, you are experienced in this thing, and I'm totally clueless. Right? There's there's no there's no other way than for us to actually work together. Me, I'm basically going to be like your vice your, on paper your device but in actual sense yes i told you on paper <laughs> exactly on paper your device but in actual sense you're the chairman i'm learning from you i have i have i have to learn so victor momodo and dami Oloja, they really really helped me in my journey they really really helped me in my journey yeah that's great so um what would you say was like most challenging experience transitioning into being chairman now. Very fully well that you have not had the experience before that time, before they gave you the post. I don't think. Apart from the college week, you've not had like various leadership experience. So how was it for you transitioning, you know, getting the getting position? What, what were the challenges? What did you face? Yeah, so basically, <clears throat> The transitioning, what what I would say was my major challenge was finding the balance between being a student and being a council member, right? Because yeah. from 
from the world Yeah, but I think you should move like to a better network place. You can get like an open space. So 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 it doesn't break. Are you getting it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. You can just move anywhere, you know. It'll be free. So so it doesn't break. I'm in my room, you know. Yeah, they're like they're like people in the house. Everybody like I don't want to stop them the my my other brother is even watching for yeah, okay. It's just better for me to stay in my room. So <laughs> Let's just let's just go on. <laughs> so basically, so finding that balance was was student council, right? Because I had taken my time to understand what that balance wasn't wasn't really really. Because of my prior understanding of what the student So I'm so sorry for the network, man. I'll just continue from where I stopped, right? So yeah, finding yeah. finding that balance, yeah. I needed people, right? I'm a people person, and I needed people. So before getting into the position, I have to start speaking to my friends that guys, I would need your support. Like, I mean, like we all understand the school's rules, and I understand that okay, students don't like this student council stuff, right? But because I'm your guy. I would need your support. Do you understand? So, like, yeah. I needed people by my side, and I had the experienced people, and I had the student side. So, but to be honest, the alpha semester was really, really rough. I think you were there. So, yeah, the alpha yeah. semester was a bit rough because because of that finding the balance. You understand? So it was it was a bit rough. But going back home after alpha semester, I had to like meet with my predecessor, Moses Agbeje. The previous council chairman, so I had some I had series of meetings with him, and he really really helped me understand what to do and everything. So coming back in Omega semester, the balance was struck, and I was ready to work, and I understood everything perfectly. So basically that was it, and and then I I 
because the role of the student council is like being a bridge between the students and the management. So I had to find that balance, putting one leg with the students, putting another leg with the management. Like I have to pass what the management wants to the students. I, have, I also have to pass what the students want back to the management. It has to work both ways. So finding, finding that balance was me understanding what the students wanted because first I was a student before becoming a leader. So basically that was it. I understood what it meant to be in the student's shoes and I also understood what it meant to be in as a student leader. So basically that was just it. Yeah. That, that's great. I was looking at, you know, you said something about you didn't get your that well, that upper semester, which is true because a lot of, a lot of people think, you know, being a council member is it's not easy at all. You know, you managing your studies with it. But now, your team, the team that you use now, who are going into your team, did you have the chance of, you know, choosing them, having people that you can trust that, okay, this guy, this guy, um, Okay, um, I wasn't given any chance to select my team, but I, I was I was carried along with the whole process. So, like while I was looking at the council list as they were drafting them, I was like trying to find out how that kind of person was before starting to lead them. You understand? So. I wasn't involved in selecting my teammates, but they all happen to be people I have worked in, worked with before, either on the college week or while 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 doing some other stuff in school, right? So it was a bit easy for me to understand who these people were. And the most important thing about team leadership is basically once you start working with people, yeah, you have to take your time to understand the strengths and weaknesses of these people. Because you cannot, you, you cannot just give a particular person a certain duty and expect the person to perform so well if that person is not strong in that area. So I had to take my time to understand about 26 people individually, right? With the help of my advice and everybody, I had to take my time to understand 26 people individually because what I would give to Aban, the sport director, right i would not give it to a whole a, a whole representative they are contradicting positions you understand so i had to understand what this person was supposed to do for the team and when that understanding is there trust me you won't have any issues you have any issues trying to manage a team so understanding what your teammates can do and what they cannot do is very very important so that you don't give somebody a duty and then you expect 100% and then you're now getting 50% you understand so yeah I wasn't I wasn't involved in selecting my my teammates but I was carried along the process so I was knowing them as they were being drafted and everybody and everything yeah. and during the interview also I was seeing some people so my mind was set up that I wasn't going to be chairman right but in the because because we're all going for the interviews at the same time where you see them so you I I, I started to make relationships with huge friendship with new people and things like that so yeah so i was understanding them before starting to work with them that was that was that was that was that was one that is actually one thing i commend myself for yeah i was actually going to ask you that question like how you 
main lead of your team. But I like that you already explained it. A lot of people may miss that thing, understanding your team members before you, you get to work with them. Yeah. But apart from, but apart from um, understanding them, because you might understand them and there will still be issues, whether we like it or not. Yeah. I'm sure you had problems with guys like, no, I'm not saying big problems, I'm saying um, just some, you know, some little problems here and there where they didn't agree with what you were doing. So in those, in that kind of situation, how were you able to handle it? How did you, how did you handle it? Okay, um, tracking back, tracking back memory lane, right? Um, how was I able to handle, that's, that's like in-house crisis, yeah? So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are getting it so you have, you have, you have like 26 people you're working with, right? You have like 26 or 28 people you're working with. Um, over 40% would relate and understand what you're trying to pass across, what you're trying to yeah. do. The remaining 60%, let's say 30% will just be on defense, right? I don't know what chairman is trying to do. Um, I'm just going to follow him or sometimes I'm not going to follow him, you understand? So the remaining 30% would actually not believe in what you're trying to do, right? Like, I'm not I'm not even speaking about my council, I'm basically speaking about team leadership now, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Team actually, leadership. Guys, we are not just talking about student leadership, yeah, sorry. Yeah, we are actually speaking yeah. about leadership, like, yes, arena, yes. So Team leadership, that's just basically what it is. 40% will understand what you're trying to do perfectly and they will be by your side. 30% will be on the fence. 30% would not even agree with what you're trying to do. So, the, the 40% that have understood what you want to do, they've, they've, they've understood the vision that you have put out, right? You're not supposed to like spend time with them because they're already on the same lane with you. So, the 30% that are on the fence is either you take out time speak to them individually right and try to make them understand the vision like put to them the pros and the cons the advantages and disadvantages if we do this thing this way this is the outcome if we don't do this thing this way this is the outcome like and then you also have to like get their opinions because those people that are on the fence they have really really important opinions that they need to air out right they have extremely important opinions that they need to air out one thing i used to tell my my teammates was when we we're having meetings those are our, man i i really miss it man <laughs> those are two a.m meetings right <laughs> i miss it to be honest those are two and one thing one thing i used to i used to let them know is that i need you guys to speak up right because there's something you have in your head that would help this team do you understand there's something you have in your head that will help this team if you don't if you don't say it out if the student council flops they won't like i'm not the one that will flop and um, device is not the one that will flop it's all of us all of us will flop they are the ones like they will call us out for doing the wrong thing right so if you have something in your head that you think is going to help us like push this thing out more you have to like speak up like you have to speak up so one thing i used to let them know is that there's something in your head that i need i need you to bring it out like bring it out of your head to be honest so like trying to yeah like bring like, it out yeah, like yeah yeah bring it out like if you don't bring it out all of us will flop 
that's just it, all of us flop. So I had to I had to let them know that we are all important on this team. I'm not like for me, forget that post It's just a figurehead, right? It's just a figurehead. All of us are the leaders, right? All of us are the leaders. So we have to like work together. So focusing on those that are on defense is because they have something in their heads that you need to get out through to you. So you have to like engage them in discussions and let them know this is my vision. Okay, so what do you think? So then they'll give you their own understanding of Definitely, those kind of people always have, to be honest, in my experience, just my little experience here, they always have really important things to, to say. So when you engage them in discussions, one, they feel very, very important. And they will feel they'll feel like they'll feel like they are relevant. So next time they'll actually want to let you know what their opinions are. You understand? So because you have taken into consideration that they are not just members of the team, they are actually really, really important, right? So communicating with them will actually make them okay. Since I'm on defense, I'm giving him my opinion. He has agreed with me. I'm also I also need to agree with him. So let that's like you conquering another thirty percent. So you have seventy percent on your side. So when you have seventy percent on your side, trust me, your goal is achieved. Your goal is achieved. Once you have once you have once you have once you have seventy percent of your teammates on your side, your goal is achieved. But that doesn't mean that you give up on the remaining thirty percent. So what happens to the thirty percent is that, yeah, what happens to that thirty percent is that now. Thirty percent would trying to speak bad of what the vision is. They will try to. They will try to confuse you. They will try to take you off lane. They will try to so many things. So many things. One thing that you need to have at that point in time is emotional intelligence. One thing people always asked me while I was leading the school was, "Chamo, yeah, I was going to ask how can like yeah, somebody ask questions, yeah? Yeah. yeah, because we have to yeah. that point. Hello, yeah, you know that you need to connect with people. Yes, even yes. Apart from team members, even the audience, the people you are leading, you have to connect with them on an emotional level. So, how important is it? As you are going to talk, like it's very hard. How important? Yeah. Is it is. It is. It is extremely, extremely important to, to have like have a, an emotional connection with the people you are leading and the student body at large that's the students themselves so i would i would let you know how i played into the emotions of the student body themselves and also played into the emotions of my teammates right it was it was a strategy i i actually just developed and it worked so what i mean playing into the emotions of my teammates right what did i do What I did was going going beyond what's happening in the student council. You should want to know what's happening in the life of your teammates. Do you understand? Like, they are students, right? They also have a life. They also have families. They also have businesses. They also have academics, right? So when you are 
totally involved in in the life of your teammates. You're totally involved in the life of your teammate. You want to understand what that person is going through. You want to understand how the home is. You want to understand. You want to know their father's name. Like you want to go deep and understand who. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to you want to understand who that person is. Do you understand? You want to know who. Like who are you beyond student council, right? So that's like connecting emotionally. I had it. Well, if some of my teammates watch this live, right, they might now try to understand why I used to have individual meetings with them. Unplanned. I'll just be like, okay, Ziba, I beg, show by five. No, doesn't You understand? So Ziba will come to my office, we'll just gist, we'll, we'll talk, we'll, like, we'll, we'll discuss things that are not covenant industry related. So we actually build relationships that can stand the test of time after student council. So that's like getting into the emotions of your teammates because you are fully involved in their welfare. That's human life for you. If I start talking to if, if I start talking to a new friend today, right, and I'm trying to understand what's happening in her life, try to understand, okay, let's say, let's say somebody that is having, let's say, anxiety, she's she's struggling with anxiety, right? And then she's looking for somebody to help her with discussions. And then I'm trying to understand, okay track back what's happening in your home what's happening in your life what's like she is the she would she would become more open and free with you yes yes now how to control that vulnerability is that your teammates now become really vulnerable to you that is they are open to you they are very free with you but then you must not take that for granted you must still give them that respect that these are my teammates right must give them the respect that this person also has a portfolio so that strategy was what i used to like get people connected emotionally with the vision and with me that's for my teammates now connecting with the student body now in our first semester one of the mistakes i made was not calling a meeting Wait, immediately you before you go into okay. student body study. okay yeah you go into student body. so as you are talking about student body now I want you to talk about some things. So one thing I enjoyed that you did was the day you, you, you had that um, was that quiet thing, that one that you sang. Okay. <laughs> Do you know? You know? You know what that did? Do you know what that did to students? Like it really yeah. gave them this vibe that oh, this guy can joke around. I am a very yeah. funny guy. Remember when we used to do that foul accent? Like you connected. Calm down, wait. We are going to move there. That's why I need you to like. I need you to like because you had you have this way of connecting. Yeah. That it's beyond you just showing yourself as chair. There, are, there are meetings you call for in chapel that normally any student chairman will say that, and I'll just stop or I'll just go in once. But there's a way you say that you want me to like come to come for that meeting, and it's not compulsory. You actually tell us then. You actually tell us then that it's not compulsory. So how did you do it? How did you play? You know, play like play those things into your your leadership. Yeah. So like I said earlier, right? Student comes before council, right? So I had to make it yeah. extremely clear that, oh guys, if you remove this position of Jamu. I'm still a student, like I'm still a normal 400 level guy. 
right? So, if you use time as they promote that channel, right? Promoter, I'm actually a normal 400 level student, right? So, that was actually what I wanted people to see me as, as a normal 400 level student. I didn't want people to see me as, oh, chairman, chairman, because one thing I already understood from my 100 level was there was already a big gap between the students and the student council. Very, very big. Very, very big. So, if you noticed, right, my student council tenure, one thing I let them know was, please, be accessible. Like, let people walk up to you anywhere. Let people walk up to you anywhere and just be, let them let them feel free to talk to you. Let them know that you are still a student. You are not, your ID card is not popular. You're still green and red. You understand? So, like, let people understand that you're still a student. So, wh- one thing that you just mentioned now about me coming up to sing during that Tuesday chapel service. Yeah. I actually made up my mind to do that because I wanted, I, I still wanted people to know that I'm still a student. So, me sitting in front and everything, I'm a leader quite all right, right? I'm a leader quite all right, but I still wanted people to feel that I'm still on their level, like... Though you give me that respect that I'm the chairman, right? But still see me as a student. Walk up to me. Let's just let's talk. Like if you also noticed, even in common room in Daniel Hall, I still used to go and laugh and play with that in that place where we used to watch football. Like, as like it was entirely as as we are watching my... exactly, exactly. So I don't know if you were in common room that day where I. I brought in a, a, a carton of gala and I shared to all the boys. I don't know if you I were there. I was there. I exactly. I, was I just, I just, I just shared. You know that thing, that gala I shared, Badu. That was what won me the heart of 500 level students. Exactly. I mm. did, you, apart from that gala, you did little little things like that that hit hard. I'm serious. So I'm not trying to whine. Little little things, things like that, that like hit hard. Like, that like, make them, make them, yes, just, just, just make them understand that almost. If you use that, take commodity and move. This guy is actually still a student like us. Do you get? So, and another thing I also did, another thing I also did to, like, now we're actually talking on playing into the emotions of student body, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Another thing I also did with Omega Semester was one particular night. One particular night, there was way excess, excess food from a particular program, right? And then, we didn't know, yeah, it was from college week. The college week that my senior council um, organized, right? It was from college week. So we had excess food, like rice and chicken, everything, excess. It was filled in the council, in the, in the council conference room. So everybody was there. They did not know what to do with the food, to be honest. And then I was like, okay, let's go into Boston. Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. Yeah. Alright. So, I told my teammates that, okay, pack this food inside the council bus, right? Pack all the rice. Pack inside the council bus. So, we drove around. I wasn't driving. I told about to drive. So, I drove around. I was taking rice and I was sharing it with the students. People were confused. Like, uh, 
why is Plain Council sharing rice and spaghetti this night? So, like, people people were actually shocked, right? So, after you give one person, they will run to their hall and call people. People were coming out to come and see if we were, if we were still sharing rice and spaghetti. These little, little things I actually did won me the hearts of students in Omega Semester, and it won me the hearts of so many people. I'm not saying I, I, I controlled people, but what I did was I, I bring them closer to let them know that the student council is we're just students like you. Do you get? We're just students like you. We're not. We're just. We're just. We're just put as that bridge to communicate your issues to the management. That's all. That's all. That's all. And then and one last thing I, I know that really, really worked for me was telling the student body how much I loved them. After every time I finished speaking, I will just be like, I love you all. That thing really, really did a lot, to be honest. And even on, on stage, you say it on stage. Yes, yeah, yeah. It did a lot. It did a lot. And one thing, to be honest, I really, really miss those times. There are some times I'm just on my work workspace and I'm just thinking that I really, really miss being able to lead CU, to be honest. Like, I wish I had more time. But there's no way. <laughs> I wish you had more than one year, right? I wish I had more than one year, yes. I wish I had more than one year. I wish I had more than one year. But in a nutshell, that's just basically how to connect emotionally with people. It's either you go through the way of discussing to know more than what they are doing for you. Right now, if you're in the, if you're in the office and your manager calls you and just discuss about, okay, let's just have football. Let's talk about what you ate, what you what you what you did during the weekend. Let's not discuss anything official. I also okay, that's like for my teammates and that's for my student body, right? I also did it for the management. There yeah, was a day I was going I to get here because I took my advice for for I wanted to say for you know management, a lot of people think, and even you, you would have heard this that. Student council is not for the students, it's for the management. Can you hear me? Yeah. And so for yeah. during your time you had you had little little you know movement that showed that okay students can actually have mouth. One example is that students with time, the college, sorry, that you did that. But apart from that, how how can anyone like influence decisions of higher authorities, people that they are not necessarily close to the people they are living because I don't think they are management, I don't think they really understand students. And I'm not lying. It's a truth that everybody knows. So how did you handle that? Now that's for the money. Okay, so yeah. All right. Um, so what 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 I'll, I'll, I'll actually say is that um, for you to be able to relay the feelings of the students to the management, right? You have to be in the shoes of the students. Now, I'll give you an instance. Um, while I was in, while I was in school, yeah. I was on E-Wing. So E-Wing, the whole of E-Wing did not have Wi-Fi. I remember that time. Exactly. I remember that. Exactly. So students would come to my room and be like, ah, 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 chamo. 
how can the Wi-Fi? Wi-Fi, and that's my wig. They go be like, okay, Wi-Fi don't do your wig. How can? How? How? How is that possible? So I'll I'll keep trying to explain that okay, this is what's happening and this is what's happening, and I'm actually trying to work on it, and then we'll see what's going to happen. You know, students students actually actually never want to hear the management is working on it. They want to hear actual steps that are being taken, right? So because I was in that particular shoe. I understood what it meant to not have Wi-Fi, right? So, if I'm speaking to the dean on Wi-Fi, all right, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, so. So, um, if I'm speaking... Yeah. If I'm, if I'm speaking to the dean about, about needing Wi-Fi as a student, right, you would understand because I'm bringing actual facts that students actually need because I'm a student. I've, because... I had to put myself in student shoes. Like I had to fit myself in the student shoes, in student situations, so that I'll be able to understand that okay, you are not you are not just a chairman to enjoy all the perks of being the student council chairman. There were so many perks that I decided not to take, to be honest. Like, bro, it's not really necessary per se. But I had to put myself in, in those shoes so that when I'm when I'm when I'm discussing with the management, they will be able to understand what I'm trying to say. One thing I one strategy I know I I I came up with with the current dean um, Professor Professor Conrad, right? So I'll just I'll just give you a short track track back. When Professor Conrad came on board, it was it was a bit weird because he had he had a notion a notion that nobody had ever brought before and we all connected with it to be honest it takes it takes a very very strong mind to understand what the current is trying to drive at to be honest yeah. it takes a strong mind for you to understand what the current is trying to drive at many people do not understand but because of how close how close i was with him i was able to understand what he wanted how he wanted it and how it should be done do you understand? So one strategy I know that really worked for I and Professor Conrad was I always used to cut off that official official yarns. When I'm having meetings with, with Professor Conrad, we used to speak PG. Yeah. Many, many times. Many, many times. So that actually killed the tension of official stuff, right? We're discussing official stuff, but it's not so serious because just to just to reduce the tension, do you understand? Just to reduce the tension. So that was like that was like how I was able to like pass message from students from the students to the management. Eventually, Wi-Fi came and moved, but it wasn't so strong because of stuff like that and things like that. But at least the Wi-Fi came. You understand? So I mean, one thing I know people people asked me was how I was able to connect with the vice chancellor. Um, yeah. How, how I was able to connect with him. One thing I know I did 
was of blessed memory now when um, Professor Obayo died. Yeah. Of blessed memory, yeah. When Professor Obayo died, because of how I understood, I understood the visit so much that the day he came to, the day he came, to, he came for chapel service that day, I knew I knew something was wrong. I knew something was wrong. So after after the whole funeral rites and everything. I took some of my council members and then we went to his office and then I told him point black that okay, uh, um, I'm not here to discuss anything official. I'm not talking about Wi-Fi. I'm not talking about school food or school road or or or, or subjects or courses. I want to talk about you. We want to know like who are you? What kind of person are you? That was how. To to be honest, if I actually start the story now, I can tell you how you went to Germany. The year he came back from Germany, I like I know. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can. Okay, so, yeah, so I can tell you deep stories about how he went to Germany and things like that because I went to his office that day to discover who he was. So it would be very, very easy for me to bring student problems to him. Do you understand what I, what I did there? I had to, I had to discuss yeah. unofficial things for like a whole day. We were there from like morning to evening time. The pictures are. Are still on my business page. If you, if you scroll down, you still see pictures of me and the VC then. So that was that was that was what happened that day. And after that day, it was really really easy trying to bring to the management what students really wanted. One thing I know that Professor Corrad really helped us for. Professor Corrad understands what it means to be a student. He understood he understood the kind of form the students wanted in the school. And that was how he allowed for that old bed to hold, right? That was like that's like that that's like the first time ever that that kind of thing is ever happening or so in that kind of manner. He he allowed it because he understood and he understood that the students needed something fun in school. So getting into the emotions of the management was also still going the same way as trying to know more than the office. Was trying to know more than the office. For the very first time, I saw the VC without his blazer. That was great. that day. That was the first time. So it was like trying to trying to know the other side of them. You build a relationship. Building 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 relationships and networks are very 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 important. Very very in this life, network relationships very very important. So I I built a relationship with them, and then it was very easy very easy for me to bring problems to them and they were, they were, they were actually able to solve them. So yeah, the, in, a, in, a, in a nutshell, that was basically what it is. I mean, you have said a lot. In fact, what we'll do now is just, I'll just ask you two more questions. Yeah. And then just say your last words. Yeah. Because, I mean, you have basically touched everything I wanted to say. You know, I sent you a list of sentences I would ask you. Yeah. I mean, and thank you for doing this. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
Hey, but my last question, my last two questions are now away from school, now away from um, young people in young societies. They are coming out. Who are they now? They are coming out. What is the problem that leaders, you know, we, we like to look at leaders like they are perfect, but we say this face problems. We have family, we have family issues, we might have personal issues. How do you handle that and how handle the issues of the people you are leading at the same time? How were you able to put across that? Then my other question is um, for we talked about having team members, you know, individually, individually now. But now, coercively, that's together. How do you want to bring in that team spirit? You know, we have talked about how you want to you know, make people understand. But now, coercively, how do you bring that question now together? So those are the last two questions that we put. Okay, so I'll just make it short of time. I'll just make it short because of time. Yeah, I yeah, am. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. I can hear you. All right. So it just, it just, it just took light. <laughs> so my laptop is <laughs> no, so fine. Just, just. All right. So, so um, first question: um, How, how do you handle your personal problems as a leader, and also how do you handle the problems of people that you're leading? Right. So. Yes. Yes. It is inevitable that it is inevitable as a human being you also have your own challenges. Though one thing I've learned how to do is I don't I don't look like what I'm going through, right? <laughs> I actually I actually don't look like what I'm going through. So because it is an understanding I've tried to build. It's a concept I actually learned from a I think it was a movie or something. I, I can't remember where I saw it. But it's a concept about independence of the mind and independence of appearance. Please let me know if you cannot hear me. I can hear you. I can hear you clearly. All right. All right. So it's a, it's a concept about independence of the mind and independence of appearance. So it's very, very easy. When you train your mind to understand that you need to be positive at so many 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 in life in life yeah okay maybe i'll just i'll just i'll just mention this towards the end so many so many students currently in c you need to understand that more beyond those four walls right it's a whole life out here like it's totally different real life situations and real life challenges so when you train when you train your mind yeah, it's to understand that you're supposed to be positive. I think of positivity in every your mind is easily programmed, right? Easily programmed to understand that okay, even if this situation has over seventy percent negative right negative results it is your duty to actually reduce it to 50 and putting 50 percent positivity in your mind when you have this understanding when 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 your mind can actually 
build that positivity, right? To other people, it will now look like you are in super control of the situations around you, right? It will look that way, but to you, you know what you're suffering, right? It will look that it will look like you are you are in super control of the situations around you. That's that's when you now achieve independence of the appearance. There's something I saw when you pretend to be what you are not in the advent of time you would eventually become that thing did you get that when you pretend to be something you are not in the advent of time that's just give yourself some time you will become you will become that thing one thing i didn't see you see from secondary school i was a very serious student but when i got to see you i was pretending to be a serious student so with time i became serious i'm telling you i'm telling you so achieving achieving pretending to be something in the positive light achieving independence of appearance is you pretending to be something that you know that you are not yet that person you want to be rich right Pretend that you are rich, right? Although the money is not there, but start behaving like somebody that is rich. Like, what? What do I mean that behave like somebody that is rich? You start tracking your events to be serious, tracking your events towards that. Right? That's just basically what it is. So, achieving independence of. of appearance was basically me pretending to be in control of the situations that I was going through, right? In control of situations. So, speaking now at large, leaders out there so many leaders out there right so many leaders allow emotions from home affect work you allow em- stays at work whatever happens at home stays at home so knowing how to control those emotions would actually make you understand that Omar, the challenges i'm going through here as a person people are not supposed to see it as leaders see the people that you are leading don't want to know if you are going through anything what they just want yeah what they just want Hello, Baju. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. All right. So leaders, leaders out there, right, need to need to understand that the 
the people that they are leading don't actually care about them really and that's exactly what's playing out in nigeria nobody really knows what Buhari is going through nobody really knows nobody really knows what Julius and Wolu is going through all they care about is nigeria is messed up and they need to fix it no matter what so to be honest before being a leader you have to like that's why that's why i spoke about independence of the mind and independence of appearance you have to be in control of yourself right you have to be in control of yourself that you have to you have to select one person in this life that you have chosen to fight this world with you can't fight this world alone trust me you can't you can't you even see you dare not you can't fight the world alone you have to have that one person that you just discuss things with All right. Sorry. Yeah. So we have. Sorry two about that. Steps, okay. so, yeah. Yeah. We have two minutes. Left, okay. So we just use that to round up. Okay. Sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, like, my final words, to people, those that are watching this and those that will probably watch this later, is that you. Yeah, yeah. You have to take charge of yourself, right? So many people are going through so many challenges. To current students, right? Beyond the walls of a university, I'm never speaking about CU now, just people that will actually watch this, right? Beyond the walls of a university, it is a different world out here. It is a different world out here. Nobody really prepares you for it until you actually come out. 
you start making real life decisions you start make you actually face real life challenges right real life like real real situations you have to take decisions for yourself there are so many like within this and um, how many months now six months of nyc right six months of nyc there are certain there are certain challenges i have taken decisions on that i have not even told my parents about and then i've come out of it right because you have to like you have to be proactive see yeah. watch what you listen to watch what you watch what you put in your head is what's going to come out that's just it what you put in your head is what's going to come out if you train yourself to listen to things that don't speak positivity when you are trying to make decisions trust me you're going to make the wrong decisions that's just how it works so to be honest like what papa used to tell us those that want to make news don't watch news so if you want to make the news right you actually have to pull back strategize work your your success will actually make the noise for you like most of us are not even successful now we're all we are actually all just watching right we're actually here we're actually all just watching and trying to build so many things right so actually watch yeah but one thing i want people to understand is that there is time don't watch yourself there is time like relax take everything step by step trust the process like there's an actual process i've had people come to me to tell me that okay they want to make money but they don't know how to start making money they feel like they are poor they feel like and i'm like bro okay what's your current phase in life now and then you see you hear that okay it's in 300 level and i'm like bro this is a simple thing i'll tell you point blood you cannot have money now 